the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hello, everybody. I'm Dennis Prager, the Ukrainian president just addressed the Canadian parliament. They gave him a prolonged standing ovation when he began and when he ended. This would presumably be live because he... He responded with a thank you, but he could have pre-recorded it because he would have—he knew he would say thank you. So I, I don't know if he could take the risk of a live transmission. My assumption is that most or all of his transmissions are pre-recorded. He leaves that spot, and then it is aired because presumably one can trace the origin of any broadcast. And that would especially apply to something as coordinated as an international broadcast to the Canadian Parliament. I mean, they they had to, they they wouldn't know where he is, but they would know his coordinates in terms of linking up with him. So, I presume that this was possibly to presume that something is possibly as odd. Presume uh, does imply probably. In any event, he spoke about how people are indiscriminately being killed by the Russians, dropping missiles, cruise missiles, in the middle of cities. He is now, Putin has now called up tens of thousands of Syrians to fight. Why would he do that? I think he's afraid of calling up Russians. That's why. Dead Russians uh, are tough to explain when your cause is, he tells his people to fight the fascists in Kiev. Yes, the fascists. Sounds very much like our left in the declaring of their opponents fascists. If you know why there is a difference, I am very open to hearing why you think so. 1-8 Prager 776. There are experts, but of course as soon as I see experts... I assume they're fools. This is a painful thing for me to say because you, know, you, ha- you need to have some respect for people who are declared to be experts. Nevertheless, there are experts who say that he has one month left of fuel and I don't know how that's possible. He's a producer, a net producer of fuel. But he, he he's running out of of time is the is what I am reading. I have no idea if that is true. It is difficult to believe that he is not frustrated 
that this poor, relatively small relative to him, it's a big country, 40 million people, and it's the size of Texas. It's not a little country, but it's little compared to Russia. And no one really expected the Ukrainians to put up such a battle against the Russian army and air force. I have uh, come to the belief that we should supply the uh, airplanes. We don't have to have, we should not have Americans fly them, but we should give the green light to Poland. Poland has a lot more to risk than the United States does with regard to Russia, unless he sends intercontinental ballistic missiles with nuclear warheads to America. It is in the realm of conceivability, since like Hitler, who identified himself with Germany, he was Germany in his mind, and Putin is Russia in his mind. The man will go down in history as another war criminal. It's uh, it's amazing that people have such distorted views of reality. But it, well, I take that back. It's not amazing. We see that in America. We see that all over the world. A lot of people do not perceive reality. They have a pre-existing frame in which to put the picture of the world. You don't, They don't frame the picture. They put the picture into the frame. It's a good analogy because it's, I, I think, in visual analogies. That's what people, a lot of people do. The President of the United States does that. In his view and the view of the entire Democratic Party, a force of destruction in this country, it is perfectly fine to purchase oil from horrible, evil regimes, and it is perfectly fine to purchase it from people who are obviously digging for oil. But he will not purchase from Americans who dig for oil. And that is because of this utterly destructive group called environmentalists. These are fanatics. These are people who don't give a crap about our country. They live in a make-believe world where, do you know that in the last 20 years, the world has increased its reliance on solar and wind, I think it is by 2%. These people fit reality into this frame, this utopian frame of no fossil fuel because their biological life is threatened by climate change. It's a gigantic piece of hysteria to which they have affixed their lives. And now people are being directly hurt by their fantasy world. The Al Gores of the world live in this fantasy world to give their meaningless lives meaning of saving the world. That's what it is. People with meaningless lives 
who find meaning in saving the world. In the meantime, the number of people hurt, and even the contribution to Putin's confidence that he could invade Ukraine and Germany would do nothing because it relies for, what is it, 60%, 40%, I don't remember, of its oil and gas from Ukraine. We, we will buy from Venezuela, from Iran, this, this evil deal of this vile government of the United States. For someone who loves this country to call his government vile is not easy and unprecedented in my public life, or for that matter, private life. To have Kamala Harris represent this country abroad? (laughs) Oh, my God. I don't know if anyone takes her seriously, including Democrats. It doesn't matter to them. They, They could put Rin Tin Tin as a Democratic representative and they would be fine. They just want their policies passed. I fully understand that. If, if we had Rin Tin Tin uh, or uh, some other make-believe character as a vice president, but of course, even saying that, in in the truly terrible world that the left has invented in our country, what are you called if you criticize Kamala Harris? Racist and misogynist? Uh-huh. It doesn't have anything to do with her incompetence or her ideology, right? That's what we're, we're attacking her. Why are we attacking Joe Biden? Are we, uh, are we engaging in misandry, hatred of men, and hatred of whites? Why is an attack on Joe Biden not a form of bigotry, but an attack on Kamala Harris is? So I return to the age-old question I have about the left. Do they believe what they say? My view is that in the beginning they don't, and over time they do. We go from uh, crisis to crisis. 1-8 Prager 776. We continue. I'm Dennis Prager. The Dennis Prager Show. Many people own coins that have not performed as well as they'd expected. Some own coins that have done better than they expected. Or maybe you just want to cash out and do something else with the money. Markets change, and to understand the current value of your precious metals portfolio, you should get a new valuation. So I'd like to tell you about my friend, and he is, otherwise I never use that term, Nick Rovich. Came my friend because I so admire his honesty and integrity and knowledge of the coin world, of the gold world, the silver world. He's owner of Am. Fed coin and bullion for over 40 years. Nick has built a reputation for trust and honesty, and his goal is to earn your business for life. Nick won't push you to sell, but when you're ready, I believe he offers the best price, trade, and consignment deals compared to anyone. Right now, Nick and the AmFed team are offering their exclusive coin performance review for free. That's right, free, with a no-pressure guarantee from Nick. Call Nick at 800-221-7694. That's 800 221 694. And my column today, I hope you read my column each Tuesday. I devote a great deal of time to it. 
And it is about Ukraine, and it is about Putin, and it is about what we should do, and about the vexing question of when you are the richest and strongest country in the world, should your foreign policy be entirely on the question of what is good for America? Obviously, you don't want to do anything bad for America. But it is, do we have a moral obligation to act, and I'm not for sending troops, but do we have a moral obligation to act? When our borders are not directly threatened, the, the irony is our borders are directly violated by millions, and this government is perfectly fine with it. It's a terrible government we have. Some people are so aware of how corrupt the government is, how many people who basically have contempt for this country govern it. I would include Kamala Harris among them. I don't think Joe Biden has any regard for the country. I don't think it's positive or negative. I think he's preoccupied with Joe Biden and, and giving in to his left. The big activist base of his party. He knows much less about climate change than I do, which uh, is saying a great deal because I am not an expert on climate change. But I read both sides and I'm completely unpersuaded that they are doing anything but engaging hysteria in order to change the world. And the proof is they're opposed to nuclear power. It is, you, you are not thinking clearly if you do not understand that the environmentalist movement, the movement to change everything over to wind and solar, is a movement to change society. It has little to do with climate. Climate is the veneer. Changing society is the goal. And the proof is nuclear power, which is completely clean and as close to completely safe as you can get. It would provide all the power we need, and they are opposed to it. Because they want to change society, they are not nearly as interested in climate change as they are in changing society. The lie is exposed by their opposition to nuclear power. The Germans, of course, under the rubric of the Germans are always wrong, they closed down their nuclear reactors under Angela Merkel, who was a sweet woman who did a lot of damage. That's, that's pretty common, by the way. That's pretty common. Nice people who do a lot of damage. It's like the Minnesotans who vote, for, who vote Democrat. Okay, let's see here. Hmm. I'm looking at your... Uh, Looking at your calls. Puerto Rico, nice. Scott in Puerto Rico. Hello. Hello, Dennis. Hi. I wanted to say that, uh, first of all, I'm on vacation in Puerto Rico. Not a native, but I am visiting family, mm-hmm. in-laws. But I love your town hall article today. Mm-hmm. However, reading the, the comments after them, they're outrageous. And I'm with you in that people are changing their framing of arguments, because most of the people there are conservatives. But it is shocking how many of them are arguing 
unusual things like, well, Soros is there, so we shouldn't be there. Uh, you're a chicken hawk. You're sending our children out. Uh, bio labs are there. Our, our border issues and energy issues shouldn't be addressed. And, and you did address the, the U.S. interest, I mean, in the article's title, but could you, as a favor to yourself as well as the town hall community and conservatives, real conservatives, who, like you say, are not, you know, only U.S. only, but America first based, go back, peruse those, and combat those silly arguments and some yeah, sort of follow-up. Yes, I, read, I, I didn't read the comments yet. Thank you. I agree with you, by the way. I do... Uh, I do read uh, the comments, not only on my own article, on almost every article of interest to me. I think it's uh, it, it's a shame when there are no comments allowed in any on any website. I have begged my friend David Suisse at the Jewish Journal to allow comments. I, I don't I don't know exactly why he opposes it. He's doing a fine job at the Journal and. Uh, but that I miss that because it lets it lets people. I mean, you don't have to have cursing, or you could moderate it. But you get a feel for what the public feels when you read comments. This is an amazing thing, and a sad one. I mean, I had a, enough sadness over the last two years in America with regard to so many Americans acting like sheep. Now you can compound that with I don't know what number of conservatives who cannot think morally clearly. George Soros is anti-Putin, therefore I am not going to be anti-Putin? Do these people not understand that morality is not dependent upon who, who agrees with you? Stalin was against Hitler. We aligned with Stalin who murdered more people than Hitler. But Hitler was the immediate threat of evil. Let's not align ourselves with Stalin. We so as not to defeat Hitler. Churchill aligned himself with Stalin. FDR did. They weren't pro-Stalin. Soros is a thug. So what? So what? Is your simpleton world of morality dependent upon whether or not despicable people agree with you? That's how you determine morality? You can't see this invasion for the evil that it is? Shame on you. The Dennis Prager Show. Mike Lindell has a passion to help everyone get the best sleep of their life. He created the Giza Dream Bed Sheets. They look and feel great, which means an even better night's sleep for you. Mike's latest incredible deal is the sale of the year. For a limited time, you'll receive 60% off the Giza Dream Sheets that comes with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. You'll receive a set for as low as $39.99 for a limited time. With any purchase, you'll receive Mike's soft cover book free when you use promo code Prager. Go to MyPillow.com and click on the radio listener square and use the promo code Prager. Along with this offer, you'll also get deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the MyPillow mattress topper, MyPillow towel sets, and more. Call 800-761-6302, use the promo code Prager or MyPillow.com, promo code Prager. 
Yeah, it is interesting, the comments on my piece today, which I hope you read. DennisPrager.com or TownHall.com. Listen to this one. I am a huge fan of Dennis Prager. No, no, no. That's not... That was, that was, a, that was a, that. Here's... Ready? So how much money is George Soros and the WEF, World Economic Forum, giving to Prager University, Mr. Prager? Why have you come out on the side of George Soros? You pretended to be on the side of conservatives preserving our country and freedoms for future generations. Was all that was all that a lie? Oh. Well, we have our own people who dismiss what they differ with. With you must be funded by bad people. This was a common left wing tactic. I see that it exists to a degree. I don't know what degree on the right. How much money is George Soros? and the WEF giving to Prager University. That's a, that's a corker. i got to keep that one. I have been describing George Soros in, uh, in very severe terms for many years. I have a piece on him from at least 10 years ago, maybe 15 years ago, also up at Town Hall. The World Economic Forum, I wish it would disband. I don't know if this person believes what he wrote, but he might. And that is why, because I think the United States should uh, back Ukraine and allow uh, planes to be sent in. I even wrote, I'm against American direct intervention with troops. We should not fly the planes or have troops on the ground tough world we live in. Yes. Why is Prager leaving out the part about bioweapons labs in Ukraine? Okay, let us say that I did include the that. What, what difference does that make? Yes, it's another one. Oh no, it's the same guy. Alright, it makes me feel better. One guy who keeps writing in. I see. All right, so it may be irrelevant. He's a kook. So that's all right. One eight Prager seven seven six. Jim in Prior Lake, Minnesota. Hello, Dennis. How you doing? Okay. Hey, listening to you for years and years and years, I finally have a little disagreement with you. That's fine. I uh, found a website that uh, was called nsarchives.gwu.com. It has 35-plus years of Freedom of Information Act information on diplomacy. When you go back to 1989-1990, the Reagan statement to tear down this wall with Gorbachev, our State Department made numerous promises. Uh, there's a lot of documentation on that website. I just kind of stumbled on it and read it. It kind of changed my perspective. I kind of believe that uh, since that agreement when NATO would not expand any further east, we have added 14 countries, each addition to the objection of Russia. Now, I'm not saying that, that Putin's actions are legit. 
but I'm looking at the cause of his actions so these things don't happen again. The website is NS Archives. And it deals all right, with all so uh, that's not an implausible argument. So people have to take that into consideration. Uh, I, so I, I have a few responses. If that's what provokes his aggression, why why is he in Syria? Is Syria part of NATO? He's killed well, a vast number of people thanks to uh, his helping Assad. I'm in agreement with you there, Dennis, about the evil part of Putin. That's very real. My point is that it isn't territorial conquest in Ukraine, I believe. Then, okay. It's more reaction to NATO expansion. Right. Uh, hey, I'm not a... I'm not a no, no, I know you're job. not. You're not. And I'm not I don't need, there's no part of me that thinks you are. You're asking legitimate Good. questions, and I'm asking legitimate questions. That, that's, the, that's the only point that I would make. He didn't go into Syria because of NATO. He, he isn't helping out Iran because of NATO. The man does have a global agenda. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-702-5400. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-702-5400. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-702-5400. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Okay, y'all. There are two ways of looking at the NATO question and the the attack on Ukraine. One is, yeah, discussion of Ukraine entering NATO is what provoked it, or the expansion of NATO in general to the borders of Russia, that's what provoked it. That is one argument. The other argument is, is it not, is it not obvious that countries need to be in NATO to protect themselves against Russia? How do you know which argument is right? Russia would be benign if these countries did not join NATO. Then he would have left Georgia alone and and Belarus and and all the other countries uh, that bored him. So he really has no interest in in reincorporating Ukraine into the Russian Empire, a man who says that the country is essentially an artificial construct that it is really part of Russia. So it is the possibility of joining NATO that has caused him to to try to decimate the country, produced over two million refugees in, in a few weeks. It was provoked by the possibility that they would be in NATO. Do NATO countries attack anybody? Would they attack Russia? Is it a legitimate 
fear. What is the fear? What does any state have to fear from free states? It's a very fair question. Fair as opposed to fear. They sound almost the same, but they're not. Free countries do not head on aggressive wars. It's just the rule of life. Because people in free countries are much more interested in making a living and going to dinner. They're not interested in conquering other countries. And that includes this country. We did not enter Korea or Vietnam or Iraq to conquer the country. There was no talk of making Iraq the 51st state. Mistake or not, what caused us to go in there was the belief shared by England, incidentally, and by every uh, intelligence agency in the West, to the best of my knowledge, that he had mass weapons of mass destruction and would likely use them because he, he was as evil as a leader gets. By the way, for the record, this might come as a surprise to many of you, I did not advocate attacking Iraq. You cannot find a recording or a column in which I advocated going into Iraq. Once we were there, I supported the war because we were fighting such evil. However, I did not advocate going in. I wish I could find my appearance on Hardball, wherein I even said I, uh, I would not... I was not advocating it, and there was surprise uh, on the show that I was not advocating it. I remember what I said, and, and those of you listening to me for many years will recall this. I said I didn't think there was hope for democracy in Iraq. And I told the story from when I was 25 years old. I was on a bus from... Beirut to Damascus. And I was sitting next to an Iraqi who spoke English. Spoke it well. And I asked him something I often asked people in my travels around the world. I said, I'm curious, could you summarize your nation in a sentence? And he said, yes, I can. Iraqis are the most barbaric people in the world. This was told to me by an Iraqi on the bus from Damascus, from Beirut to Damascus. And I told that story often as an example of why I was not optimistic about planting liberty and democracy in Iraq. But we didn't go in to conquer Iraq. Again, free countries do not engage in wars of conquest. Police states do. And, they, and he believes that Ukraine is an artificial creation. And as I pointed out yesterday, what does that even mean? What nation is not an artificial creation? What nation was not created at one time? 
Were the British always British? It's an absurdity. They became British. People become a nation. Iraq is a good example. It was carved out after World War I. From the, from the conquest of the Ottoman Empire, the defeat of the Ottoman Empire. Syria, likewise. Jordan, likewise. So by, by Putin's logic, nobody has a right to exist. But people have, uh, have, been, have persuaded themselves NATO membership, even talk about NATO membership. In my article, I point out, however, what about the deal, the Budapest deal? And uh, let's see, when was that made? I want to get you the, the year here, the Budapest Memorandum. And that was 1991. Ukraine was assured that Russia, the U.S., and the U.K., would refrain from threatening it and respect its independence and sovereignty if it gave up its nuclear weapons. So much for giving up your nuclear weapons. The Dennis Prager Show. What is this uh, jazz piece? Oh, it's Louis Armstrong. But even when he's not singing, I like him. There's a, there's a happy joy to a lot of jazz, especially from that era. Happy music is a is a great antidote. Do they produce happy music today? I don't know what the music is produced today. Dennis Prager here. Thomas in Erie, Pennsylvania. Hello. Hi, Mr. Prager. How are you? I'm well, thank you. Thank you very much for taking my call. Uh, You know, we were talking here earlier, and we kind of had a little dispute about your comparing Ukraine with watching a rape. And I think the problem where you're losing us is the fact that if you were watching a rape, would you call the police and wait for the police to show up and hand them ammunition? Or would you actually like actually do something to stop the rape because we're, we're all in the opinion that if Ukraine is that important, then why wouldn't we send in American troops to stop the rape? Because the rapist has nuclear weapons. I just, I just, so, so I guess my question would be, cause I've listened to you for a long time. We all have. Um, so, so during World War II, if we knew that the Holocaust was happening, should we just send France and, and well, Hitler, Hitler didn't have nuclear weapons. Thank God. No, I understand. And, and the truth is we didn't do anything to stop the Holocaust. We did, we did everything to stop Hitler. It is a, uh, it is a deep wound in, in my soul that uh, the Royal Air Force and the U.S. Air Force did nothing to bomb Auschwitz or the tracks leading to it. Deep, uh, deep wound. 
Everybody has deep wounds who, who knows the history of mankind. That's why the, the greatest single issue is developing goodness in the human condition. It has been on my life's work. I think it starts with the Ten Commandments. We continue on The Dennis Prager Show. The Dennis Prager Show, live from the Relief Factor Pain-Free Studio. General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. 